getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I hope you're having a good day because I have a great show for you this evening. As we approach Mother's Day, we're sending you to Escape Restaurant with a $100 dining experience. This is poolside at One Farrow Hotel. Phenomenal. Eggs Benedict for you, oven baked pizzas, Binang Laksa, also DIY Popia, something for you and your mum. So, if you'd like to win, I'll tell you how you can in just a bit. We'll play a little game for sure. Uh, Also, joining us on the show will be a very special guest, uh, and I'll tell you who that person is in just a bit. But first, Charmaine E joins us for a chat because this Friday is going to be really exciting for her and her family, and of course, her baby. You're on your way. Joshua Simon. First, we've got Charmaine E here. A very, very exciting week ahead of her. Not just because of Labor Day. It was almost <laughs> as if, yeah, yeah. It was almost <laughs> as if the universe said, "Okay, something exciting's happening for Charmaine right. and her family and friends." So we're gonna make Monday a holiday. That's true. A nice long weekend. Um, and and uh, of course, she is pregnant with her first child. Yes. And a baby's healthy. Uh, family's all very happy Both sides of the family She's been learning Spanish as well <laughs> But There's also the question of The identity of the baby Yeah oh, So I, I realise we It's not very common That we waited this long To share whether uh, The baby's a boy or a girl Most people share this Like very early on Okay Did you like Plan it beforehand How you do it Because I know there are some couples Who are like Oh it doesn't matter what gender We will find out When the baby comes out You know And then there is the I cannot wait to find out And then there's also The ones who keep it secret From everyone else You know Because there's a lot of I guess A lot of weight with The the type of The gender it is Right If it's a boy This will get a certain reaction From certain families And if it's girls Certain reaction You know uh, So they keep it secret What was your sort of Approach to it Actually, I mean, for for me, I didn't really announce my pregnancy till really late, and that's mm-hmm. just because uh, I had this strange impression that people would look at me differently if I was pregnant, Aww. which is why I waited till so long and so late in the game to a share the pregnancy and then b like arrange for then the baby gender reveal, right? Okay, okay. Which we're doing with. Uh, Mother care So we're giving away This like super nice stroller By the way Beautiful It's so nice It's like a Mimosa Singapore Airlines stroller I love that you're Passing it on as well You know what you're Going through with Another mom Who requires Stroller like that So It's it, fun Yeah there's yeah. a nice Little community spirit There with what you're Doing so so what's Happening on Friday love So on Friday At 1pm We're going to be Doing an IG live We're going to Pop the balloon And then the the Instead of You know typically Gender reveal balloons Are like the uh, the type that has like confetti everywhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, but this time we're not gonna be having confetti everywhere because uh, that would be a nightmare. But uh, <laughs> so our our marketing team has actually got these balloons. They're from these guys, uh, Bobo Chacha. Uh-huh. They're called Bobo Chacha balloons. So cute. And the balloon bursts in the balloon. Ooh. So so it's it's nice and clean. Wow. Yours. Contain. Is okay. it contain? I know. <laughs> so so on Friday, essentially at one o'clock, we will find out uh, the gender of your child. Yours. And and we are gonna tune in on what Kiss ninety two Instagram. Yeah yeah yeah. But, uh, Yours as well. On, yeah, the Kiss ninety two IG and and mine too. And um, I want you to guess though, boy. Or, what do girl, you think? Girl. A hundred percent. Why? I just have a feeling. I think your first one's gonna be a girl. You're going to because I feel like you you've been raised by such a strong. Like 
wall of women around you. Yes, yes, you know, yes. You know, whether it's people you look up to or your mom, you know, or your, your uh, sisters in the industry. You know, so I have a feeling that has now led to them blessing your child with a beautiful girl. Is and that you will so? name her Joshua Ina. Wow. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Joshua whoa. Ina. <laughs> yes. yes. You not only guess the gender, you guess the name. Of okay. Course. Joshua Ina. Joshua Ina. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think we still have some time lah to think. Let it be. If if it is a girl, there's be. still some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Ina. I cannot yes, like yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So once again, it's going to be ha- happening this Friday. It's going to be a really exciting time. I hope you bring your tissues. Oh. It's going to be really exciting because we don't know here at Kiss ninety two as well. I, I guess the person arranging the balloon will know lah. Correct. <laughs> yes. The person, yeah, the Bobo Cha Cha people know. Oh, it's gonna be very exciting <laughs> for you, Shami. I'm very happy for you. And and whatever the don't care about the reaction, okay? Just focus on your family, celebrate it, okay? I sure will. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On Kiss 92. You are on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. A chance for you to win a $100 dining voucher from Escape Restaurant in just a bit. Just in time for Mother's Day. Also, wise words from Jacob Lau. That's right. Jacob Lau will be joining us in the studio very soon. He was the graduate who gave the valedictorian speech at SIT three years ago when he shared three valuable life lessons from Taipung. That's right. That was the theme of his speech. And of course, he went viral. Then he's going viral yet again today. Multiple radio stations and news outlets have rediscovered this incredible speech and are digging in. So he's getting some extra fame. He's also a fantastic dancer. So we'll get to know Jacob Lau as well as his valuable life lessons from Taipung uh, in just a bit as well. And of course, the final carpool karaoke with James Corden as he ends his late night show who did he bring on and what are some highlights getting you on your way joshua simon on kiss 92 what's hot what's hot time to pop off james corden's carpool karaoke has been a staple now in pop culture where we see our favorite stars just kick back be like us in the car choosing songs singing out loud rapping even just letting their hair down and being themselves it's been what a ride right these past couple of years with james corden on and and whether you love the guy or you don't like the guy you know the show is ending he's going back to the uk to be with his family to raise the kids together and his final couple karaoke guest was fittingly adele i think one of the first big viral sensations now before i play you a couple of clips there were a couple of really interesting things that james corden shared he was reflecting on the origins of couple karaoke and he said the very first guest even after everyone said no 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 i don't i don't understand the concept being a car with you and sing songs nah this is beneath me or i'm not gonna do that no 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 the only person who said yes was mariah carey however on the day of filming she said i'm not gonna sing darling no i don't know why she's british there all of a sudden but like, she's like i'm just gonna talk i'm not gonna sing so james Corner's like okay i'm gonna have to do my best to try to make her sing and you can hear that she's a little bit annoyed but then ultimately she gives in no, that's not an accident. I know you're an accident. I know you're an accident. I mean, it's a new car, because I don't know how to change the... I'm not singing today. I was up all night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, this final episode of Kapo Karaoke is already raked in millions in less than 24 hours. Adele was fittingly uh, James Corden's final guest. The two of them shared some emotional moments together of friendship, uh, saying they supported each other even in times where they didn't like who they they had become. And Adele actually revealed that she wrote the first verse of I Drink Wine about a conversation that she had with James Corden. This is the last karaoke I'm ever going to do. It's a lot. What will you miss the most about the show? I'll miss, I'll miss everything. I think I underestimated how many friends I'd make doing mm-hmm. it. And it's like a family. More than anything, I will just miss going into work with my friends every day. And I'm really going to miss Los Angeles, but I'm just so certain that it's time to go home. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> Craziest thing I'm going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> It's a brilliant episode. Dare I say, I think it's the best episode of Couple Karaoke we've seen from James Corden. You know, James Corden has been on the news lately. You know, people saying he's not that nice a guy. He's very unprofessional here and there. You know, we've seen these kind of accusations, you know, to talk show host icons like Ellen, for example, who also thereafter ended her show. Uh, But I think with this episode, you can see James Corden almost subtly acknowledging that you know that when he said that you know i didn't there was one point i really didn't like who i'd become and i'd forgotten my roots so to end that couple karaoke with adele's hometown glory you know it, it was it was intense in and adele's lyrics coming alive and she's belting her heart out it, it really is i think one of one of the best things you can see on the internet today and, and all of us, you know, you can say what you want about James Corden. You cannot deny the legacy of, of the work that he's put in through the years and the content, what it's meant for pop culture, for us fans around the world of our favorite artists in couple karaoke. Almost there. You're on your way on Kiss 92. Now on his way over right now is our very special guest on the show. His name is Jacob Lau. Now, three years ago, Jacob Lau graduated uh, at SIT and he gave his valedictorian speech. He was on stage in front of his peers and his lecturers and he was supposed to inspire his generation mm. with a powerful speech. Instead, he talked about typo. <laughs> People started laughing, but like, what's happening? But then he continued elaborating on these metaphors for our experiences when we order our lunch, when we go to the Taifan Taipung store, the economic rice store, where you get to choose your dishes, mm. right? And the whole thing, he used it as his theme for his speech. And I think it's so relatable, especially since their whole class was graduating in the midst of the pandemic in 2020, right? Ah, yes. Yeah, so all the more using Taipung, like an economical rice, was just such a genius idea. You guys, you guys have to listen to this. One day, when I was in the queue, I saw people in front of me getting a mountain of rice. To my disappointment, I only had half the portion of rice. This was the first valuable lesson I picked up. There will always be someone getting more rice than you. It could be due to biasness, luck, or that person could have put in more resources behind the scenes that you just don't know of. You will never know for sure, so stop comparing. Just do your best and be happy with what you have. We should only compare ourselves to how we were yesterday, striving to better ourselves each day. The second lesson is that we need to know which dishes are available and what we like to eat. Just because everyone in the audience likes sambal kangkong does not mean I have to like sambal kangkong. Similarly, just because everyone is choosing one career path does not mean I have to follow the same. Because passion precedes 
everything. So choose your career wisely, or we may face a burnout from a job that is not right for us. The final lesson, which happens to be the most important one, is that there is limited space on your plate. If I order all the ingredients that I like, the food may all fall off from the plate. Similarly, when we enter the workforce, do not be driven by money and overload yourself with work and forsake the joys in life. Treasure your friends and family and stay firm to your beliefs. This speech needs to be like inducted in like some kind of like we will always it's, it's iconic. Yeah, like it, a hall of honor or something. Yeah, this is someone, one of the best speeches I've ever heard. Indeed. From a Singaporean here. And Jacob Lau will be joining us on the show in just a bit to chat. But before he gets here, we have a $100 dining experience at Escape Restaurant, right? You want to eat there, right? Take your mom there for Mother's Day. Some incredible eggs benedict and oven baked pizza as well. You just have to WhatsApp this answer. Jacob Lau, he talked about the second point that he made. If everyone wants to order this particular vegetable dish, does not mean I have to do it too, right? Mm. I don't need to follow the crowd. What is the name of that vegetable dish? <laughs> Very simple. I want to see if you're paying attention already. And also, a little expose of what it was really like training to be a K-pop star as a Singaporean actress moving to Korea. Tasha Lowe opens up in just a bit. Always with you. On your way on KISS 92. On the line right now, we have Karen. Karen, where are you up to right now? Where are you on your way towards? Hey, hi. I'm actually working from home today. Oh, cool. What, what do you do for a living? Um, are you allowed to tell me? <laughs> oh, why does everyone feel so, like, protective <laughs> about what they do for a living? You know what I do. You know, what can I, mean, we I, don't do? Do I don't do illegal stuff. Okay. But I think, um, let us treat it as a project management thing that I'm doing. Oh, okay. Sounds important. Well, do you need a break? Like, would you like a bit of escapism, like, say, escape restaurant? That sounds awesome. Right, right. The food there is fantastic. Uh, also, Mother's Day is coming, yeah? Yes, and um, to add on to that, I am going to be a first-time mom <gasps> next month. Oh, come on. <laughs> See, I want to just give you the prize like that, but, you know, earlier on, I played you a clip of Jacob Lau's valedictorian speech, right, at SIT. And uh, what was the, you know, in his second lesson, he talked about how if everyone wants to get this one particular vegetable dish, it does not mean that I have to do so as well. What is the name of that vegetable dish? That is correct. And on on the mic right now, we've got Jacob Lau. Say hi. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello. Hey, I love your speech. Thank you so much. I hope you love uh, Samba Kong Kong as much as well. <laughs> I do, and I also love the DJ's voice. Very energetic, too. Oh, thanks. Oh, <laughs> For a moment there, I was like fading to the back. But congratulations, Karen. We're going to take you to a skate restaurant. What's your favorite radio station? Kiss 92. Don't worry. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 92. What's hot? What's hot? Time to pop off. A ton of entertainment news for us to cover, but this is a bit of local news for you. Uh, this is an interview by 29-year-old Singaporean actress and singer Tasha Lowe. So she actually debuted in Korea back in 2012 as a member of a K-pop girl group called Scarf. They then disbanded in 2014. But not one to give up, she went on to try out for the girl group reality program Idol School back in 2017. Now even though she didn't get the breakthrough success that we all hoped and she hoped that she would have 
for all those years of hard work and training. Uh, now she's back in Singapore as an actress. She has just won her Star Award this year as well. We're all very proud of her. But from those years of experience, now at 29 years old, she has a wealth of stories to share. What it was really like training to be a K-pop star in South Korea as a Singaporean. The first few months, we were treated so nicely. After the first few months, they started to take away our laptops, our phones, and they said that, oh, it was because we wanted to concentrate on training. We had to report to the studio every morning at 8 a.m. We had to practice till like 12 or 1. And there were CCTVs around at home, in the studios. When I speak or when I eat, even when I walk, they actually literally just monitor your every move. Now, I'm not sure if the music there was too loud. I'll try to reiterate what she said. She said from 8 in the morning, we would have to train all the way till 1 a.m. Now, many of us K-pop fans, we know how strict and stringent this process, this boot camp preparation to be a K-pop star can be. You know, we've heard and, and seen little glimpses of that in our various idols that we love. Even on Blackpink, for their documentary Light Up the Sky, they shared what it was like as well. You know, they're always monitoring what you're saying, what you're, you're speaking to your bandmates about the other contestants any kind of moment where you're breaking uh, they will want to know and step in you know um, so i'm not sure if it's for care or concern or if that just shows them that you're weak and I'm, i i bet you know from that it is it's, it's traumatic it really messes with your mind feeling that there's always someone at the back of your just hearing every word that you say breathing down your neck you know a fly on the wall and that's what exactly what a lot of these k-pop stars have had to go through you know and they'll they'll uh you would have to have a strict schedule of singing uh whether it's in a group or by yourself learning korean rapping dancing again and again and again different uh reiterations of a group in order to find one that works uh she also talked about tasha lo uh the difference between korean culture and singapore culture when it came to making music i guess the biggest difference is that on set we shot an mv for two full days we're wearing summer clothes but we were filming in winter and you couldn't show a bit of discomfort because the managers will tell you like you're not supposed to feel that way be more grateful that you're here stuff like that but in Singapore like when the sun is bright they will bring you umbrellas so I think it's just it's a very friendly entertainment circle like in Singapore she is known as one of the top 10 most popular female artists here in Singapore. That is actress Tasha Lowe um, sharing about her experiences in attempting to be a K-pop star back in Korea. Now she's back in Singapore as an actress and what a way to start winning her very first star award this year as well. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. On the show in this hour is Jacob Lau, the man behind Empire. That's right, that's a dance academy. But he is making headlines once again. Even though his speech was done three years ago, it is inspiring netizens once more. Uh, picked up by various news outlets. His valedictorian speech at SIT based on Taipung. That's right, three valuable lessons from Taipung. On the show with us right now, Jacob Lau finally making his way here. Now he was right off a dance class that you were teaching, right? Yep. Back in my neighborhood in Bukit Panjang. Come All on now. Bukit Panjang. What, what praises do you have for my neighborhood? I think the neighborhood is very cozy. Yeah. Uh, and all the kids there are very like warm. Like they're very eager to learn. Oh, especially like in a secondary school age. Like, you know, it's more of the rebellious age. Yeah. I think it, they were really enthusiastic about the dance. 
But um, time passes fast when you're having fun. Oh, that's and a good thing, right? Here I am right now. Hey, now on national radio, the dance teacher. Uh, so of course you are also behind Empire Dance Crew. Yes. So that's your dance crew. Is that also sort of the name of your school that you teach? Um, Empire is actually the crew I'm directing and choreographing for. Okay. So we compete like locally, internationally, and we've been around for around seven years. Wow. But I teach exclusively at Legacy Dance Co. We are located at Marina Square. So if you want to take dance classes or progressive dance courses, hit me up. Yeah, of course. This is uh, Jacob Lowell, so the man behind the valedictorian speech that went viral three years ago and then is going viral yet again. Like, what, what's going on? This was like, wh- what was your surprise when, what was your reaction when you saw, like, oh my gosh, Mothership is posting about it, UFM Ilailing Sun's talking to you about it, that's our sister Chinese station. And this is like three years later. Yeah, I, I don't believe like it's trending after three years. I do not understand the TikTok algorithm right. at all. Like it was just, <laughs> I posted it for uh, like archival purposes. Yeah. And boom, the next day, I just fell asleep. The next day it was blown up. Well, that's kind of brilliant, right? But it's also speaking for itself, isn't it? Like when it's good content, it will always stand the test of time. You know, when you've got an inspiring speech like that about Taifan, about Taipung, <laughs> you know, 10 years down the road, people can still listen to this speech and be in awe and find nuggets of wisdom there. So we're going to chat a little bit more about Jacob Lau and how he wrote that speech and the effect it has had on his peers in just a bit. If you have got any questions for Jacob, by the way, uh, feel free to WhatsApp over 8855-0920. Jacob Lau, he's gone viral yet again for his SIT valedictorian speech on Taipung. Okay, so various lessons when you're ordering your Taifa and you shared that with everyone. Uh, it's going viral yet again. I think the first lesson was that, you know, sometimes people can get different portions of rice than you and, and you can like wreck your brain or scold someone about it. Sometimes you just got to accept the fact that this guy got more rice. Yeah, sometimes people really just have more rice than you. You can purchase more rice, but yeah. that costs more money, man. Yeah, for sure. So, so it's really dependent on luck, like how much the auntie scoops yeah. or how much the auntie calls you like striker. <laughs> Like the more she calls you, maybe she gives yeah. you more food. Based See, on that. I, I always make it a point to make friends with the Taifan auntie or like sure. any place that I love the food, I always try to befriend them so they give me a bit more protein. Definitely. If not, they won't charge you for the leftover food as well. Yeah. Or like the takeaway, yeah. the 30 cents takeaway, they won't charge you for that as well. But of course, this is all this uh, is, is an allegory and metaphor for life and what we go through in our experiences as well. I think the second lesson was that just because everyone wants sambal kangkong does not mean that you have to go that route as well. Just because that is the popular... Uh, avenue of way of doing things, right? And what was your third lesson? My third lesson... The most important one. The one that um, if you order too much, uh, food will fall from your plate. So just don't burden yourself with so much heavy load and I think just enjoy life. Exactly. Greed, isn't it? Yes. Like you want more and more and more and I think the, the society that we work in work towards aspire towards is always about excess it's always about you got to have more it's never enough you got to stock up and then you from your typhoon analogy you got to realize you've got one plate Correct. right and maybe you just need a couple of things you don't want to overstuff yourself you right. know actually there are a lot of people saying online hey uh, actually we can just take uh, two plates or can just take one tray right <laughs> yes but each person only has like two hands right yeah. and you want to be playing with your phone or anything else it's all up to you but um the more you take the more risk there is yeah. of uh, dropping it out or the more journeys you have to take to and fro from your table, right? So it's all your individual choices. Um, you can have more plates. You can have a bigger appetite. 
But that's all up to you. You know, I think everything happens for a reason. I believe everything is a little bit connected in some way or form. I believe in synchronicity and serendipity. And it's very strange that you're on the show today because earlier on, right before the show started, I was listening to a classic. I love the song Bag Lady by Erica Badu. And she sings about this bag lady who carries all her bags everywhere with her. And then she sings in the song, you know, at some point... Someone's gonna say you're crowding out my space. At some point, you're gonna realize you can't take your bags with you to heaven. Yeah, you know, sure. at some point, you gotta realize you gotta pack light. You know, so you why? Never you know what's gonna happen. Exactly. Okay, so I'm very happy for your virality once again. You know, people Thank you are. So much. I mean, of all the bad news that happens every single day, to have people say like, "Whoa, this is an inspiring speech by a Singaporean on life and the lessons we can learn from Typo." That's incredible. But we're gonna talk about dance next with Jacob Lau on Kiss 92. We're talking dance and the power of dance uh, with dance teacher and also crew leader of Empire. We've got Jacob Lau. Uh, you'll know him. He's been going viral yet again for his valedictorian speech on Taipung. Uh, but what he's doing right now is he is teaching dance. So you're part of Empire. And what, what is the name of the school that you teach in again? Uh, I teach at Legacy Dance School at Marina Square. Okay. So and then I'll also a producer, Jillian, started to exclaim. I was like, I used to dance too. I didn't know all of us used to dance. Okay. But it's actually been a recurring thing. I've been meeting a a lot of people my age sort of in their 30s saying that oh we used to be in a dance crew and they don't yes. dance anymore and it's like i gotta change the music here i gotta, I gotta get, uh, bring in some emotion there you know it's like oh yeah now stress you know working already you know married already now i'm a mother i cannot dance anymore you know i like that you're still dancing i think there's no such thing as too old i think uh my youngest student was around nine years old eight years old yeah but my oldest student was 64. you're joking he popped into my studio i'm like okay sir um your, your kid, there's no kid here for you to bring home. Why are you here? Um, I, I'm attending your class. What? <laughs> and I had a shock of my life. Um, I paced the class well and he caught everything. So I don't think there is an excuse for you not to dance. Yeah, I was in a, I was in a club in Bangkok a couple of months ago and there was this K-pop night and then people just started getting up and dancing and a lot of them were like 50-year-old men, aunties, dancing, getting all the moves down. I was like, oh my gosh, like I, it's just kind of beautiful to see yes. K-pop encouraging. That's the power of K-pop. Exactly, just encouraging people to dance, to move. There's a sense of community. And I mean, all of us came from sort of different eras of dance you know like i grew up with sort of the michael jackson janet jackson britney spears sort of synchronized choreography and then we've seen the influence of hip-hop change through the years with different styles and now they call it street jazz yes. um do you ever see yourself stopping dance um i don't think i'll ever leave this scene even if i can't dance anymore even if my i'm old and yeah. my bones like joints don't work I believe I'll still be at the forefront teaching. Oh, I'll that. be directing people Coaching, to dance. Choreographing. As well as maybe just working with artists, like movement choreography instead of just like, hey, you do this, boom, 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 mm. and that's going to look cool. But I can also work on how people can improve on themselves, similarly to my speech. Okay, I like that. And, and I want to talk about the power of dance, right? Because I, I don't dance as much anymore. I had like a really bad injury at one point and then um, I still sort of move, you know? Like I, I 
like I'll put a good song on when I'm stressed out and I'll just move you know mm. I just close my eyes and move and I, and, and I think that there is something about something I don't know if it's spiritual or what but it just when your body moves to the rhythm of a good it's song it's definitely the sense of escapism yes for sure. absolutely and also you just taught uh, some students I think secondary school students right yes. and those are some tough years right for sure. puberty navigating that life and um, how have you seen dance change teenagers at that age I think they definitely become a bit more disciplined, a bit more resilient in um, whatever they do because like we don't score, it's all tough love mm. and they learn a lot of life lessons that they can apply um, in their entire life instead of just like in the dance studio. Yeah. I like that. I, I think the perception that people have of sort of hip hop dance or whatever is that it's all rebellion, yes. no discipline whatsoever. You know, people are going there; they're just messing about. But the truth is, the complete opposite, isn't it? It's a workout as well. It's physical. You would know. We were actually from the same dance club. Yes. And uh, how we train, we are very, very disciplined. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, I think on top of that, uh, it comes with a lot of passion. You must have passion plus the discipline in order to actually enjoy it. But on top of that, if you really want to like groove out in your room, in your own like closet, it's fine. It's completely fine. Yeah. As long as you enjoy dance, as long as you enjoy life itself, I think that's the main point that yes. dancing started. Yeah, and don't believe that lie that you cannot dance. Okay, just moving a little bit, just nodding your head. Already that's a dance move. Jacob Lau here uh, inspiring us uh, through his valedictorian speech that went viral all because of typing and the lessons that we can learn there and I think that allows us also encourages us to look at the things that we do the little things that we do and also find wisdom in that as well you know of course that speech was done three years ago yep. now people are discovering it but it's also a chance for you to reflect on your journey Yes. three years since giving that speech where are you now compared to when you were back on that podium? Um, immediately after graduation, I took on a full-time role in Legacy Dance Co. So I think, um, you know how like dance works. Like There's a lot of freelance, there's a lot of gigs coming in. Yeah. So our schedule is like crazy. Mm. Which brings me back to my speech. Like After looking at all the comments, every time I look at the comments, it replays one time, right? Yeah. It's a certain, it's a certain reminder for me like hey this young guy is telling you to chill like don't put so much stuff on your plate um you are correct you chose your passion over everyone else that was joining hospitality business mm. yeah so i think it's a call back to myself a message from the past that tells me hey you're doing good but just enjoy the process jobs will come do not like be pressured on money yes there are bills to pay but um you'll get through it I love that. I love that you're you're being optimistic without sort of jumping up and down, you know? And I think that's something that I've come across um, a lot of my friends struggle with. They always say, hey, you got to be real, got to be real. But being real does not mean that you have to be a pessimist. Right. It does not mean that you cannot lift yourself up and say, hey, let's keep going. Let's keep trying. Trust that I'm on the right track, you know? I believe there's no highs without any lows. So yeah. even if you're very down in life, it will get better. Yeah, it yeah. will. You just got to stick through it, all right? All right? On to the next one, one thing at a time. Thank you so much, Jacob Lau. More than a dancer, you've been such an inspiration and you continue to be, especially with your video going viral again. And I have no doubt that maybe five years from now, it'll pop up once again. Oh, no. And then you'll be <laughs> back on the show. All the best for your next class. Keep Thank dancing, so okay? You're on your way. Oh.
Joshua Simon.